You're listening to the Pimp Cron Podcast. Welcome, one and all, to episode 64 of the Pimp Cron Warhammer Podcast, and... We are getting dangerously close to Halloween, which I love Halloween. It is, gosh, man, it's maybe my favorite holiday. Uh, Probably Christmas is my favorite holiday, but Halloween is definitely second if it's not first. I guess in retrospect, I should have had something prepared for Halloween, like a Halloween special, but I didn't. Um, You know, so sue me. So what are we covering tonight? Well, we have a history of the Emperor of Mankind. That is the story time with the Pimpcron. We also have a Want That or Want That Not with the Ossiarch Bone Reaper dice, and I'm joined by McStorman on that one. And we also have a Real Talk with the Pimpcron where we have annoying social media habits of wargamers and hobbyists, and that is also with McStorman. So we have quite a show for you, and I suggest you listen to it, or rather continue listening to it. So uh, we have some interesting news. We have another Patreon cryptech to the old Pimpcron dynasty, and I'm very happy to welcome Edward. I appreciate it very much, Edward. Thank you so much. <coughs> Smooches. And thank you all for my other Patreon subscribers. I greatly appreciate it. And you are helping fund all of my creative endeavors and the things that we're working on and things like that. You'd be surprised at how much stuff costs, like the domain name for the podcast and any equipment for the podcast. And um, I have to pay Podbean for them to, like, essentially, you can use Podbean or these other hosting websites for free but they're only going to keep like your most recent 10 episodes and they just delete the rest so the way that you are able to go back to episode one which is what the wife's opinion of warhammer or whatever that the reason why you're able to go to that is because my patreon patrons are paying for my storage as well as for pimpcron.net which is the domain name that many people find this on and um, believe it or not, I'm actually surprised how many people, when I look at the demographics and statistics of this website, or this uh, podcast, there's like a good 30-40% of the listeners use web browsers, which really surprised me, being that we're on all of the pod uh, apps and all of that. So anyway, so thank you very much, Edward, for joining us. I'm super stoked to have another Cryptech, and... What else are we going to talk about? Jeez, I should have had this planned out. So what did I do this week? Well, we are doing um, my supplement that uh, we've been playtesting the supplement for the... Uh, I guess I won't give out the name just yet. It's You know what? I will. How about that? You listen to this podcast. You get the up-to-date information. It is the Pimpcron's Epic War Planner. And it's volume one. There's going to be more. And uh, it focuses on narrative games and narrative effects for your games. And we've playtested two of the scenario modes. And they were a blast. We did it at our local store this past Wednesday. And it's co-op slash solo. So I ran the enemy AI using AI um, logic trees. That's also in this book. And 
We had my friend Derek that um, brought his Ultramarines, and we had my friend Connor who brought his Blood Angels, and they their mission turned out. It's always random, and that's what's exciting about it. Their mission turned out that they were on the outskirts of a battle with the Tyranids, and they found two uh, Synapse nodes they had to destroy, so they had a sabotage mission. And, of course, you know, tons and tons of uh, Tyranids came out, and it was quite the battle, but they did win, which is cool. And um, they actually wiped out the very last Tyranids in the Battleshock phase of the bonus round. So that was like a just sliding into home plate sort of thing. And it was a ton of fun. And then my good friend Max came into town. And we went hiking and we did other stuff. Uh, we meet once a year together. And uh, I met actually, I met him through Shorehammer. So uh, he's yet another friend I've met through Shorehammer. And... He uh, came down and we did another scenario mode from the Pimp Crown Epic War Planner book. And we uh, had a lot of fun. Uh, he had his orcs and I had my um, my squats, my Space Wolf squats. And essentially what the story was that we came up with is that um, the uh, dwarves were coming. Long story short, the dwarves were attacking this science research place and they were going to take it over. And the orcs also wanted that science research place because they were going to dismantle it. Well, unfortunately, a weird boy accidentally teleported himself to this planet. And his psychic powers attracted a nearby hive fleet, which came down. And we used the AI and uh, logic trees for that as well. So um, we had a lot of fun. The We did end up winning on the very last turn. We did get the last piece to the... Um, and I'm not going to get into the whole story, but the last objective we got on the very last turn, and I took serious casualties. Unfortunately, most of the Tyranids came over on my side, so the, the orcs and the squats were fighting together against Tyranids, and wow, it was, I lost, geez, I lost three quarters of my army, probably. Um, but, uh, you know, it was still a lot of fun, so... The feedback I am getting from the people who are trying the different elements of the Pimp Crown Epic War Planner is very, very encouraging. So I've been talking to my friend Brandon about stuff. I've been talking to Jess James about stuff. And uh, uh, me and McStormand have been discussing things and whatnot. Just last minute tweaks and edits. My friend Matt is editing things. Um, I'm re-editing things. It's a lot of, it's a big process. But it will be about 70 pages and it will be a handbook on how to add narrative campaigns and all that stuff. I've, I've talked about this before, so I'm not going to go into it again. But uh, rest assured, it is coming out soon, and I am very excited about it. What I'm also excited about is Shorehammer, which is coming up, and our, um, our biggest tournament only has one slot left. So that's, that's also exciting. And also, we're breaking our record for tickets by about 30 tickets, which I'm pretty excited about. So, and that's, I mean, we still have a month left to sell tickets, so hopefully we keep getting some new faces in there and making new friends. Anywho, thank you for listening to the Pimp Crown Warhammer podcast, and let's get this show on the road. Want that, or want that not? Hey, McStorman. Hey, what's going on? Uh, today I wanted to show something to you and get your opinion on it. Um, 
GW likes to come out with specialized dice for all their new armies. Uh-huh. Okay. So if they're orcs, they look like, I don't know, teeth, or um, like the goblins came out with squigs, which are these fat little round things. Um, and some of the dice look cool. Some of the dice don't. Uh, GW notoriously loves to have dice that are freaking hard to read. Okay. Okay. What is your, um, maybe I'm, I'm leading the question here, <laughs> but uh, they came out with a new um, army called the Ossiarch Bone Reapers, and they're all these skeleton dudes, right? right? So they also, lo and behold, came out with a new dice set. This is what the dice look like. What the freaking hell? <laughs> <laughs> How on earth do you read those dice? I, that's, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. So I see that one of them has three fingers, three and four, then like right? A and four. Hook. What is the circle one? Is that two? I guess. Uh, circle. Where's the circle? Well, one? I mean, like where it's kind of holding something. Oh, see, there's yeah. two. I guess. What there's is that? Two fingers. It's two fingers, but they're not pointed out then like what's two. What's the skeleton one? And then what's the other symbol on there? I I don't know because neither one of them is obviously a six or obviously a one. So they got a bunch of skeleton hands. I see a three. I see a four. Is there a five? Yes, there's five, a five. Yeah. Is this ridiculous? A four and five look so yeah. much alike. And then that curved hand, I can only assume, is a two, but you think it would be doing the peace symbol. Yeah. I... Not like some... You know what it's shaped like? It's shaped like a G.I. Joe hand. Yeah, like, yeah, like, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Like that curve, yep. Like the standardized, yeah. And right. then I don't know which one is that. I don't know if that's a six. It's like some sort of shield. Yeah, what, what, which one's a... One, I guess one of them's a one. You don't see one on there, and you don't see six. So that's got to be a six, or it's got to be a one. But which one is which? Exactly. I'd... I mean, because seriously, neither one of them are obviously, neither one of them are obviously a six or a one. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine playing a game against somebody, yeah. and he's like, whenever he rolls really well with those shield things, he's uh-huh. like, oh yeah, those are sixes. Oh, maybe because or... a head, it's one, because it's only one head, and then that symbol's got. Three ticks on each side. One, two. Oh three, my God! Four, five. And maybe that's Are what s- it is. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's it. Because the skeleton head is only one head. That is eyes, ridiculous. Fingers, knees and toes. You got, <laughs> you got yeah. So maybe the skull is one. Yeah. But the thing is, is that you know normally they. Well, but if you're playing on a big a board and you're rolling all those dice, that'd be very hard to read. Especially as an if I'm playing against you and you're using that. Oh yeah. You could cheat with me. I would I would just take I would just take your work like, okay, yeah, whatever. You got five fours and three so, sixes. Let's whatever. say I need five ups for things, uh-huh. right? I need a five. Those fours could easily be picked up as a five. Oh, yeah, and no, even yeah. the threes, if even you're not if, looking even if you're playing an honest honest um opponent, he might Accidentally. Yeah. Yeah. It's just why the hell would you design dice that know, look like just, this? Hey, GW, really quick before this show ends, you stop making dice like this. <laughs> this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I mean, you, your dice are all of them are awful. They are. They really are. Keep it simple. I mean, I don't. I don't know what to tell you. This is this is this is dumb. This is. Um, they have a uh, an army of tree people called the uh, Sylvanith, uh-huh. right? And they came out with special dice. And this I covered this a couple months ago when they came out. And the special dice was a a branch. And you had to count the number of leaves on the branch. I know exactly what you're talking about. And what's even dumber is they have different colors. Like um, some of them are like um, orange for fall, green for summer, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you would think that they would color code like all fours are this color. Mm-hmm. All fives are this color. If you could do that, at least you'd be like, oh, well, those are easier to read because, you know, I pick up all the blue ones or yeah. I pick up all the whatever. But no, some of the fours, there was like four sets 
And each number in that set was the same color. So some of your ones are blue, some of your oranges are blue, or some of your fives are blue. And yeah. Like, it's, it's so freaking I stupid. I seen that. Actually, the local game store, I saw that. Oh, did you? I remember listening to your podcast talking about that, <laughs> and I went in there and I saw that. I'm like, holy crap, yeah. It's like, insane. What's what are we going to do next? Uh, have dice where you can only look at them with ultra light? You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me bust up my black light so I can see what numbers are on. I mean, seriously, at this rate, that's what they're going to end up doing. Uh, they use blood to ink the dice, so yeah. it's just a black light. Like, yeah, you... then that's the only way our semen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, why are your dice so sticky? Yeah. Like, why are your dice always sticky? But that's basically, I mean, think of, like, have you ever seen anyone use these die when you're playing against them? Well, I, I don't know if they're out right now. No, but even the ones before that, even the other confusing No, no games. one uses them. Stop making them. <laughs> GW, seriously. Like, no one, like people buy them just probably to collect them. Yeah, I Maybe. guess, I guess. But to play with them, it's absolutely insane. Especially being that this is like probably, th- what, 30 dice, 20 dice, something like that? Yeah. A lot of times you'll be rolling 70 dice exactly. to attack. So can you imagine trying to look through a pile of 70 of those dice? Keep it numbers or keep it dots. Boom. Just blew your mind. Even if they took little bone segments, like tiny femurs, yeah, and made the made same pips. Same, the same yeah, pips. you could do that. Yeah. Just... And then what they love to do is these ambiguous, um, like for instance, the uh, Sylvanath ones I was just uh-huh. talking to you about, it's either the six or the one is just a swirl. Mm-hmm. What, yeah. What the hell is that? Yeah, is that. that a six? Is that a one? Is that what? Oh my God. Hey, do you make some braille dice, you know, so everyone's, <laughs> so it just makes it more confusing. You know, There's actually a really big blind community in, it's a huge demographic. Uh-huh. People, blind people love this game. And, and <laughs> how they paint is like one big... <laughs> Not the, I'm just saying. <laughs> you could just tell your opponent, yeah, yeah, mine are all painted. Yeah. And they wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> or they paint theirs. It's just like one. Yeah. They just take like a, a wall roller. <laughs> they dip it. Yeah. So anyway, these are just garbage. I'm sorry. And, it is. Uh, just... And also the price, what, tw- well, this is eBay, but $21 for these dice. For how many? For four, eight. 12 it's 20 20 dice so they're a dollar a dice or more hmm. that's it's bullshit yeah it's, it i don't i don't know why they would even it's like they want to make the game more confusing like your objective to make people want to play this game more yes find more people to want to play yes this is like pushing people away yes it is it's, i am i'm offended i'm confused i'm angry yeah yes i'm, I'm serious why not have an ultra uh, like invisible dice i, I don't see why not or ones that um, are all like red and blue, and uh-huh. you can only see if you're wearing the glasses. Yeah, yeah. make it so only your opponent can, only you can see. Yes, yeah, that'd be that'd be good. Huh? It's a gentleman's game. You, yeah. everyone knows no one lies or cheats. To trust, yeah, trust yeah. each other. Yeah. So anyway, I thought this was garbage, and I thought you'd like to see it. Yeah. So, yes, GW, please quit making dice. Yeah. This is just bad. This is a big want that not. Yeah, big old want that not. Now here's an idea. Hey everybody, now here's an idea. Let's have a little story time with the Pimpcron. And tonight, what we have for you is the history of the Emperor of Mankind. Now, we all seem like we know this dude, but his history and origin has actually changed quite a bit over the years. So let's see what we can find out about the God Emperor of Humanity. The Emperor is the collective reincarnation of all of the shamans of Neolithic Humanity's various peoples, the first human psychers. 
the foul warp entities that would become the four great powers of chaos had not yet fully formed when the Emperor was born on Earth during prehistoric times, somewhere in ancient central Anatolia, which is modern Turkey, in the 8th millennium BC. But even before the birth of the Emperor, as humanity grew and progressed, the warp began to become increasingly disturbed, disturbed by the dark undercurrents of humanity's collective psyche, and the shamans began to lose their former ability to reincarnate into new bodies. Instead, upon dying, their souls were consumed by the entities and demons of the warp. Eventually, the shamans of humanity, unable to reincarnate, would become extinct, and without the shamans and their psychic abilities to guide the race, humanity would inevitably fall prey to the corruptions of chaos, just as those old Eldar did. In these ancient days, all the shamans of Earth gathered in a grand conclave to decide what must be done to stave off the day when they had all been consumed by the warp. In the end, the shamans decided to pull their collective energy and by incarnating as a single soul in a single human body to create an individual they called the new man. The thousands of shamans, as one, took poison, and as one, they died, their souls flowing into the immaterium in a rush of psychic power that overwhelmed those demons who sought to feast upon it with a cleansing, purifying fire, a flame imperishable that became one soul out of many. A standard year later, the child who had become the emperor was born in a Neolithic settlement in Antolian herder country and two farmers of a normal mother and father with normal brothers and sisters. His psychic power was so great that its energies altered his genome and physiology in the womb and rendered him immortal so he would no longer need to reincarnate and could not be assaulted by the demonic creatures of the immaterium upon his death. As he grew older, his potent psychic powers began to manifest. For 38,000 Terran years, he wandered over the earth and throughout human history, he traveled among the different peoples of mankind. While he had been first only an observer of mankind's triumphs and follies, he soon began to help where he could, using his ancient wisdom to spread efficient government, crop management, animal husbandry, technology, and peace. He used his influence carefully, at first adopting only the guise of a normal man and without revealing his true nature. As the millennia passed, the man who would become the emperor watched the human race develop. He traveled the entire globe watching and helping, sometimes adopting the persona of a great leader or advisor. In times of trouble, he became a crusader, a religious leader, or even a messiah. At other times, he remained a backstage contributor to events, an advisor to kings, a court magician, a pioneering scientist. Many of the guises he adopted were humble, Others became monumental figures of world history or religion. At times of crisis, he would be there steering the human race along a narrow path to survival that only he could see. As the human race prospered, the warp became increasingly disturbed. The man who had become the emperor was aware of how the extreme sides of the human character were feeding the chaos powers. Despite his best efforts to promote peace and harmony across Old Earth, the instinctive values of the martial honor, ambition, defiance, and self-satisfaction could never be eradicated from the human character. Some of the new man's plans proved less than successful, seeds of wisdom often failed to flourish, or grew into uncontrollable monstrosities leading to eras of persecution and war. 
The chaos powers sense the presence of the new man, the anathema, as they would call him, and his efforts to curb their own power and growth. Even before they became fully conscious in the Immaterium, the ruinous powers recognized the man who would become the Emperor as their greatest enemy. Korn was the first of the four major Chaos Gods to wake fully, and an era of wars and conflict soon raged across the globe to herald his birth. Zinch was the next, and nations and politics soon grew to maturity with all their implicit intrigues and double dealings. Nurgle was the third to awake, and plague swept across Old Earth's continents, claiming many souls for the Lord of Decay. By the end of the European Middle Ages on Terra, all three of these chaos gods had awoken to full consciousness. The fourth, Slanesh, still slumbered to be awakened by the follies of a different species, the Eldari. But as the new man's psychic powers further developed, he became even more aware of the terrible dangers that awaited mankind in the broader universe, and he resolved to do all in his power to defend and guide humanity towards a future as the predominant species in the galaxy. As more and more humans were born with the mutant psyker genes that granted them the ability to wield the potent power of the immaterium in the last centuries of the Dark Age of Technology, and humanity suffered from the deadly effects of uncontrolled psychers that heralded the onset of the Age of Strife, the Emperor realized that he would have to take a more direct and open role in human affairs than ever before. Following the birth of Slanesh after the fall of the Eldar in the 30th millennium and the end of the warp storms that had prevented interstellar communications and travel from the Sol system, the Emperor determined that the time had come to directly steer the history of mankind once more and see the human race ultimately go extinct. However, in the current Warhammer 40k backstory, the Emperor's origin and history prior to unifying Terra is left largely mysterious and undetailed though his immortality and extraordinary psychic abilities remain intact. So, this, what I just read, is the original backstory for the Emperor. He's got a Jesus-esque background, and he was this awesome dude, the best guy that ever lived. He was the best around. Nothing's ever going to keep him down, is what I'm basically saying. And... This section is the newer information about the Emperor, what little there is. The first mention of the Emperor in Imperial Records is when he unified Terra at the end of the Age of Strife in the 30th millennium. Horus mentions that the Emperor lived in Antolia in his own childhood when taking... Uh, when talking of his first meeting with the Emperor. It is known that he had been immortal and ancient even before his ascension to the Golden Throne over 10,000 Terran years ago. The Emperor is the new man, and the first and the greatest of the new race of human psychers. He is also the collective reincarnation of the extinct shamans, sorcerers, and wise men who had guided primitive humanity during prehistoric times. As the Emperor grew older, his powers began to manifest themselves and became more potent, and he gradually remembered his thousands of past lives, adding all of their knowledge and experience to his own. One account of the Emperor's origin goes so far as to say that he had mortal brothers and sisters and claims that he was born in the 8th millennium BC in a primitive Neolithic village along the banks of the Sicaria River in Antolia. While he was still an adolescent, the Emperor's father was murdered by his uncle. Ooh. While preparing his father's body for a primitive funeral ritual, he received a clairvoyant vision of his murder. Later, the boy who had become the Emperor calmly approached his uncle and stopped his heart with a slight use of his telekinetic psychic abilities, displaying neither sorrow nor malice for the deed. 
According to the emperor himself, this was the moment he realized that humanity needed law, order, and the guidance of a ruler to reach its full potential. At some time later, he left his village for the first city of humanity, likely one of the Sumerian city-states of ancient Mesopotamia. For thousands of standard years before becoming the emperor, he guided and watched humanity develop over the course of its history, assuming the guise of blah 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 blah, same thing, roughly. He was aware that the darker extremes of human nature was feeding the growth of chaos gods, and it basically seems like the new version of the Emperor's backstory is basically just an abbreviated version. It doesn't have all of the backstory as the original one that I just read. Whatever his true origins, the man who had become the Emperor was the most powerful psyker ever born among humans. Before the Emperor began his rise to power, he was also an anonymous perpetual, a member of the mutant branch of mankind gifted with effective more immortality due to extreme rapid and efficient cellular regeneration. Whether his ability of the perpetuals came about naturally or was artificially induced is unknown, but the Emperor was present during the time of humanity's prior star-spanning civilization in the period now known as the Dark Age of Technology. He was known to associate with other perpetuals like himself in that era. Among these were a woman named Olivia Sarika. Together, she... Together, she... Several other perpetuals and the man who would one day become the emperor traveled to the night world of Molech aboard a one-way void craft. There, they discovered a warp gate into the realm of chaos, which the future emperor entered. He forged an unknown bargain with the chaos gods and was imbued with new powers and the knowledge required to ultimately create the Primarchs. The emperor left Sarika behind to look after the Molech, Molech gate until such time as the world could be safely protected by the coming of the future Imperium of Man. Despite his early dealings within the Chaos Gods themselves, later recognized the Emperor as their greatest enemy among all the intelligent beings of the galaxy. Only at the end of the Age of Strife did the Emperor emerge from obscurity to take a more direct hand in the future of humanity, conquering the warring factions of mankind's homeworld and establishing his direct rule over the Earth. The Emperor accepted the deaths of the many innocents that resulted from his conquest, with great remorse in order to achieve the greater good uh, of unifying humanity and protecting it from the manifestation of warp predators. With the assistance of the Adeptus Mechanicus on Mars, he, who joined with the Emperor and the people of Terra in the Treaty of Mars that formally founded the Imperium of Man in the late 30th millennium, the Emperor created the first space marines and fleets of interstellar starships that would carry his armies across galactic space. The objective was a great crusade that would unify all of the planets colonized by man during the Dark Age of Technology, prior to the Age of Strife, into one Imperium of Man, and also subdue, destroy, or force into exile all intelligent alien races from the Milky Way galaxy, what was to become the Imperial Domain, the manifest destiny of mankind. The Emperor also created the superhuman Primarchs, from whom the Space Marines' Gene Seed was later developed, to serve as his primary military commanders for the Great Crusade. The Chaos Gods, however, sought to thwart the Emperor's grand plan. The Primarchs were sucked into the warp, even as they gestated in the Gene Laboratories deep beneath the Imperial Palace, and were scattered across the inhabited worlds of the galaxy. During the Great Crusade, all but two of the twenty Primarchs were found and united with the Space Marine Legions that had been created after their disappearances from the genetic material that they had left behind. 
This is a lot to say. As the emperor traveled across the stars, some humans wanted to worship him as a god. However, he forbade this, proclaiming, I am not a god. Rather than enslaving humanity, I want to set it free from ignorance and superstition. However, Lorgar, the primarch of the World Bearers Legion, desperate to find some outlet for his belief that man must have a god to worship to be truly whole, gave in to the constant whispers of the chaos gods, and after corrupting his legion to their service, sent his first chaplain, Erebus, to poison the minds of the other primarchs and their legions. And at this point, we are kind of getting into Horus heresy territory, and I really did not want to dig into that. So, that is essentially the backstory of the Emperor, um, all the way up into being mortally wounded by Horus, etc., etc. And that is pretty crazy. Um, both versions are very similar. The older version is much more specific in exactly what he was before becoming the Emperor that we know and love. The newer version is a bit more vague, but it's essentially the same story. It's a little different. But um, that's pretty interesting. I hope you enjoyed it. I never really read up too much on the Emperor himself. I just knew that he was, you know, the dude on the Golden Throne and, you know, the um, psychic beacon in the warp for transportation, you know, for the Imperium and whatnot. So, that is the history of the Emperor. Now it's time for Real Talk with Pentcron. Hey, it's the Pimpcron and Mick Storman, and this is Real Talk, and we wanted to discuss irritating social media uh, trends, Yeah, I guess. So you had something that you wanted to show me, and I have not heard or seen about this. So What I've noticed online, I'm not going to say what group this is from, but what's starting to happen, people are painting miniatures, mm-hmm. and almost putting it into like a montage, and then they put their profile picture in the middle of the montage of the pictures or the pictures of the paintings of the miniatures they've done. Okay. And it's pissing me off. It's like this humble brag kind of thing. I don't know. I don't know why people do it. It's, it's, it's not about you people. <laughs> if you want to post a picture of your miniatures, that's fine. Like, Hey, look what I painted. But why are you putting your picture of yourself in that picture? Okay. It just does not make sense to me. It just pisses me off. I don't know what it is. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, show me, show me right. the first one. Here's the first one. Oh, hold on. See, in the middle is the person's profile. Oh, I see. So it's like they, the Brady Bunch. Yeah, and then they put the pictures of all the models they've done. What the hell? Oh, my God. Profile picture, and then all their... <laughs> Once again... These are all women. So far. There's guys, too. There's a guy. All his miniatures. Oh, my gosh. Why? Uh, I Look. Why is this? That's not even painted. It's not even painted. And he's got... So this guy, this is the worst of all. So yeah. it's essentially the Brady Bunch. Yeah. It's nine squares, uh-huh. and there's a picture in each square, and the person's profile picture or whatever is in the center, Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, hey, look at my face, and look at what I've painted. But this dipshit, all of his pictures <laughs> of I models bought. are unpainted. <laughs> We're not sure if he even bought them. They could have just been... <laughs> and that's that's it. What but the yeah. hell? But there's... It's, it's, it's like wildfire. Like, everyone's doing it now. Like every I have single not person. seen this. And it's pissing me. People stop doing that. Okay. It's not about you. You, you have nothing. Your face has nothing to do with the miniature community. Like, like uh, I don't know. That's so, okay. Irritating. So, it's a tried and true thing for us to do is if you paint a model uh-huh. and you're proud of it, yeah. you post a picture Just of the model. Exactly. Sure. 
then people give you you know creative uh, criticism or whatever. Yeah. But why the hell does your face need to be yeah, in it? Exactly. Like, what are you? We we want people to like. Oh, look at that's the artist. That I always wonder what they look like. <laughs> I, I just want to know what the artist looks like. <laughs> Who cares? Who gives a shit? Yes. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's because the first three that you showed me were all women that did it, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, is this just a woman thing? But you're right. Yeah. The other four. That a lot you of it is me women, were... though. A lot of it is women are doing that, but there's there's guys that do it too as well. That's funny. It's the same and... thing like a like a porn star like. You know what? You're watching a porn. I wonder what her favorite ice cream is. <laughs> no one ever wonders that, ever. No. No, I don't no, think so. No. It's, that, it's the miniatures. You post your miniature, ask for feedback. Well, that's fine. Cool, whatever. And literally, it's one of those memes where it says literally no one, uh-huh. and then it's a reaction. Mm-hmm. It's literally no one, and then this person's face, because nobody gives a shit. I, uh, I need to think of, I need to make something like that, and I need to put something in the middle. What can I do to, like, basically troll people doing Like that? a butthole? No, well, I get kicked off. I don't want to get kicked off this page, but something that's almost like no one cares. Yeah, I should do. No one cares in the middle. Yes, that's pretty. Or funny. a silhouette of a face. And or say, no make one cares. fill every square with no one cares. No one cares. No one cares. Do the whole thing is no one cares. Yeah, I'll they get, would get it because they'd see the. It is like, come on, people. Seriously, if you listen to this, you do that. Like, why? Like, uh, actually, write in, call in. Oh. No, no, what you do is you fill the outside eight squares uh-huh. with all different pictures of you. Uh-huh. And the center one's just a model. Yeah. That's what you do. <laughs> That's got like a different ear, nose, yeah. ear. Chin. No, no, like like a bunch of like, you know, like a photo oh, shoot. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but every, they'll know you took all the pictures for this collage uh-huh. because it'll you'll be in the same outfit. Yeah, that's actually pretty funny. Like, it's not different outfits from different times. Yeah. No, no, it is literally you, like, you know, doing like the uh, Marilyn Monroe, you know, and stuff like I that. I want to post a comment, too, like, just, just like, hey, this is how, and I'm like, this is what you guys look like when you post this. <laughs> well, have you ever noticed that um, a lot of women like to, if they have painted nails uh-huh. and they paint a model, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times you'll set the model on mm-hmm. a counter and you'll take a picture of uh-huh. it. But almost always women with pretty painted nails uh-huh. will somehow get their finger in the picture. Uh-huh. Every single time. I'm like, again, what the who hell? Who cares about your freaking nails? Really? I, I don't know. I don't know. Same with these people. Like, if, seriously, if you listen to the show and you do that, call in or write an email to Pimpcron. Because I'm interested in, like, why do you do it? So that would be Facebook.com slash PimpCron or PimpCron at gmail.com. And please explain to McStorman why yes. you would do this. It now, grinds my gears. I have I have also seen women that paint models, right? I've never actually seen a man do this, but maybe I just missed it. A woman will paint a model, and she'll set it on the table back here, uh-huh. right? And then she'll be in the picture, oh and she is 80% of the shot. Uh-huh. And then there's this tiny little... Yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck? It people once again this hobby is not about you. Oh my gosh. It's it's why do you why do you have to put yourself in it? Okay. Why? Here's another thing. Have you ever seen where someone goes like they'll be like, Hey, I was on vacation and I found a games workshop store, right? Uh-huh. But they have to turn around and do a selfie of them making a face yeah. in front of the sign. I don't I, like, I, wh- I, I I don't get it. I don't know. I, it's just, it's ridiculous. Next, I'm, I'm going to do a painted miniature, and I'm going to put my paycheck right next to it. <laughs> like, oh, oh, there's my paycheck right there. Oh, yeah. Or what, just just drape a used condom. Yeah. Right? Just, just got laid. Yeah, just got laid. No or no, deal. actually, take a girl from behind and put a miniature on her back. <laughs> Even better. Like, look at this cool miniature, guys. Seriously, that's what you look like. The people that do that, that's what you look like. You look like an ass. Like a giant braggy ass. Like, you're like humble bragging or something. Like, oh. 
look at my face and oh yeah here's my miniatures by the way okay well in the same exact vein of this Ugh. this is a new trend that i hate it's been going on for a while but it's picked up uh pace yeah um somebody will post speaking of humble bragging yeah somebody will post a table covered to almost the ceiling with brand new sealed models mm-hmm. and this guy just recently posted one and it was added up to like roughly a grand yeah and he was like oh this is my last month's b- purchases and oh none of it's God. open. Yeah, I think I've seen those before. None of it's assembled. Like, you are literally bragging yeah. that either... You're trying to show that, wow, I make so much money. But mm-hmm. what you're really showing is that you're freaking terrible with money management. Yeah. Because I don't care if you make, you know, $2,000 a week. You should not be spending 1000 of it on models in one month. Yeah. Like, you just... that. You should be putting into retirement. You should yeah. be paying off your car. You should be literally doing well, anything the, else. In their defense, they could be like, well, I do that too. You know what I mean? They sure. Could, they could be saying that as well. But the thing is about your bragging. And it's, yes. you're not being humble. People, you be humble about stuff. You could quietly spend $1,000. Yeah. Nobody cares. Exactly. But then you post it online. Look what I It makes you look like an ass. Stop yep. doing it, people. Like, I don't understand this. It's, to me, it's, it, you should grow up to be a, have a humble attitude. Yeah, there's times you want to boast and things like that's fine, but you can do it humbly. So you don't have to do it like that. What's funny is then this brings the other braggarts out because uh-huh. I I commented and said I was too lazy to add up the box totals. Uh-huh. I said, does anybody have a number on how much this costs? Yeah, you know. And then somebody replied to me and goes about a paycheck. And I said, well, I guess that would depend on what your job is, right? Yeah. How big your paycheck is. Uh-huh. And he goes, oh well, for me it's about a paycheck. Uh-huh. And I'm like, fuck you. Oh yeah. Just just, just shut up. Just yeah. Shut really? Up. Yeah. I mean. Just what well, you get paid every month too, or what's you know? Just, just shut up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, why you gotta bring you into it now? Because they're bringing like, well, I could, <laughs> I do this. That's that's one paycheck. That's nothing. Oh yeah. Um, you know, I had to look on the person who posted this too. I looked on his profile, uh-huh. and uh, there was not one image of a significant other. Uh-huh. Oh, every image is just how him about alone. that? This typical stereotype. <laughs> every image is him alone. Oh my goodness, people like. Dude, just and I'm sure there's people listen to this. They do somewhat similar. If, if you guys do it, if you want to, like, if you want to fit in, just be normal. You don't have to freaking post this stuff. Oh man, you you have you find out you're gonna have a lot more friends doing that. Even <sighs> you don't want to alienate your only group of people that want to talk to you, because this just pisses people off. Don't do it. You know what I also don't like is another thing that personally is a pet peeve of mine. What is people will take a phrase. Mm-hmm. You ever heard people go like, "Oh, knife," <laughs> or Uh-oh. "skizzers," uh-huh. right? I hate that. Number one. Well, they there's this new phrase. I did a thing, uh, right? Mm-hmm. And they think they're being cute, so they'll post a picture of a, a model or a terrain they built or something, and it's always "I did a thing." Oh my god! And I'm just like, shut up. Just, just, they're trying to be cute. Now, luckily, the images that I saw, they weren't in the picture, Mm -hmm. at least. It'd be different if I did a thing and they were 80% of the image, Mm -hmm. you know, but just I think when you start doing it, when you start trolling these people to make them, shame them, basically, so they stop. It's not cool. Like, I don't know why, why, just like this. Like, there's a lot of things I could do to boast very easily about the things I do or I accomplished, but it, it, it makes you look like a dick. You know what's funny, too? What if you took a picture of a model, uh-huh. but you had just stacks of cash I all around That's the thing. I could do my, well, yeah. show what I do in the summertime. Yeah. Or the, the just, people that come on a boat in the summertime. The whole image, everything you see is cash, yeah. and there's a mi- mon- yeah. miniature. I don't I don't know. I just don't. What is going through your mind when you do this stuff? Seriously. Like, I don't know. Call in, write in. Like, what and, possesses you? I don't mind if you take a picture of your miniature. Oh, yeah, I painted this. Sure. 
That's nobody cares. But even about when that. You, but even when you do it, don't brag about it. Like, oh, this, oh, this is really crappy. Min- it's nothing. When they do a paid miniature, it's gorgeous. <sighs> And they go, oh, this is really crappy. Oh, yeah. It's not very I good. I messed up a lot. It's not very good. Let me yeah. know what you think. And it's like this gorgeous miniature. So I got a question. If you really think you screwed up your miniature so bad, why would you share it? Yeah. It's because you don't think you screwed it up. Because you want, you want the praises. Like, oh, yep. no. It's just it's like a girl. Oh, I'm so ugly. And the other, her other girlfriends yep. go, oh, no, you're beautiful, Sarah. You're gorgeous. You're yep. It's that self-deprecating bullshit. I do not like. I know a lot of people in my life that their humor is always self-deprecating mm-hmm. like oh well you know i'm fat or something oh, like yeah. shut up why yeah. are you doing this don't be negative about I'm yourself the best guy in this room yeah exactly yeah it, and, makes, it just makes you look like a wiener dude and like you, you guys are just i don't know our girls same thing stop okay i got another i got another problem oh. with girls okay? okay i have seen more than one video or um like warhammer or wargaming or painting mm-hmm. or whatever video where there's a woman doing the video uh-huh. 99% of the time she's got a whole boatload of cleavage uh-huh. yep. and mm-hmm. the and the the camera is her the top of her head is almost out of frame uh-huh. so that she can fit that cleavage right in the vi- video I'm yeah. like are you serious yeah. and I've even spoken to just James about it and he's like he's got a couple people he follows on YouTube or yeah. whatever and and he's like yeah yeah her, her head was almost cut off at the top yeah like because I'm like Dude, and no doubt that helps your ratings. Yeah, like, you I, I know, know it does. That's the only reason why they do it. But I'm like, dude, and I've seen pictures of people where um, it'll be a guy takes a picture of his girlfriend. Usually the situation. Uh-huh. Guy takes a picture of his girlfriend going, oh, look, I got my girlfriend into it or whatever. And she's painting a model. Uh-huh. But she's always painting a model in the most ridiculous pose because it's a photo shoot. Yeah. You know what I mean? It'd be different. How do you paint a model? You're probably hunched over and you're... It's not flattering. Food food stain on your mouth. Yes. Pizza. But what it'll be is that she'll be like delicately placed on the couch with her feet up and her feet are bare. Uh And she's painting a model in the dark. Mm -hmm. Like you're not painting a model. You're You're not. You're not painting on a couch either. No. And or... Or they'll have their back arched. Uh-huh. Like, you know, like, oh, shut up. You're not doing I do. that. I know. I know. Uh, so basically what that is, is, hey, guys, look how hot my girlfriend is, yep. is what it is. And I'm like, just stop. If your girlfriend paints a model, that's cool. Take a real picture of her sitting at the table mm-hmm. with a light and a cup of water, and she's really painting a freaking model. Yeah. Sure. Okay. But, oh, my yeah, gosh. You other posting, like, during a thong painting and some <laughs> shit. <laughs> like you said, mid-sex. You should just take a picture and, like, you got the paint pot, like, you know, uh, uh, on their back. Yeah. Yeah, no. That's what I'm saying. Why not? Let's start doing that. I'm Scott. All right. Pimp crime. Let's start trolling these people. Let's start doing Uh, this stuff. No. Or I'm going to have, like, put one, a big old model on a cat turd. Like, look at this model. It really stinks. (laughs) (laughs) What about the other people? that say oh this is my first model ever and it's a very good model yeah that's what i'm saying it's, it's a it's a model way better than, than your first time yes yep i, I agree you're, you're lying yeah um or i ran into this i had an old buddy of mine that uh he had a hard time with freehand uh-huh. right and he he couldn't paint uh, you know who this is orc oh yeah yeah, yeah. so he 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 begged me forever to, he had this giant citadel giant, right? Mm-hmm. It's huge, and it's all letter, lead, mm-hmm. and it's from the 90s or whatever. And the giant is so big that his clothes are supposed to be sewn together war banners from armies that he's conquered yeah. or whatever. So it's all patchwork. 
so he bugged me and bugged me and bugged me to paint this model. And I'm like, sure, whatever. So I painted all the freehand. Mm-hmm. He showed me pictures from online uh-huh. that, and I, I'm a moderate painter. I'm not a great painter, but I can do some freehand. Yeah. And um, his, his hand wasn't steady enough to do it. So I painted all this freehand. Every single patch on his entire shirt was a Slanesh icon or an orc icon or all this stuff that he found pictures online and made me paint all over this giant. Yeah. Then he's not realizing that I am part of all the same groups he's part of. Uh-huh. All of a sudden he goes on a campaign of, hey, look at my awesome giant. I It just got painted, blah, 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 blah. Just finished it. He never once mentioned me. Yeah. He, now, he didn't come out and say, I painted this. You know, he painted this, but he also gave no credit. He to it, yeah. He was alluding that he, he painted it. it. And people were like, oh, that looks awesome. And he's like, thanks, man. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, screw you. Yeah, I'll like, never do that just, again. No. You give credit to where credit's due, you know? Yeah, and he had no idea that I was part of the same groups. I'm like, dude. It's like, it, it shows me that even, like, the you know, the, the nerd community that we're in is could even be shallow and... Yep all about themselves just like any other group or um hobby or click or whatnot there's they're full everyone's they do they do the same thing they want to brag they want to show their picture that is the dumbest thing i've ever seen what you showed me yeah it's but just, it, they're all doing it it's it's going it's like crazy now i can't believe i haven't seen they're this. doing it with um warhammer they're doing everything well you don't have a lot of it's instagram you don't have oh instagram. no i don't have instagram yeah, a lot of instagram are, are on the certain pages i follow on on facebook Especially you girls are showing your breasts when you're painting. Like, are, well, you had no confidence. Like, what's what's up with that? So that's another thing too. Is that women are all about women empowerment. Yeah, women are mm-hmm. all about um and equal rights and all that stuff. And nobody could disagree with that. Sure, of course, women are humans just mm-hmm. like everyone else. And then the very next thing they do is show their boobies in a picture when they're mini- with their miniature. And I'm yeah. like, if you want to be respected as a as a painter and as a war as gamer a and all that, as a person, none of us have our dick out while yeah. we're painting. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's like oh, well, what you should do? In your pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Set the miniature on your bulge yeah. and take a picture. Yeah. Like oh oh, it's just a kid. That's shot. what you're doing, ladies. That's exactly what shot. you're doing. Yeah. Oh, it drives me nuts. I hope you guys the next time you see a video of a wargaming or a painting woman on YouTube, and I hope you will notice that almost the top of her head is cut off. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, when when normal people, men or women, normal people that aren't showing off, their face is usually in the center of the picture. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But their cleavage is not, because their head's in the center. Yep. But if your head is all the way at the top of the image so that you can get your cleavage in there, just stop. Yep. You know what this reminds me of? This, what? This, this whole topic is people that are obsessed with CrossFit. Where all they do is talk about Their CrossFit. Images and they're always of... in it and posing. And I just did, I did, did lifted 300 pounds today. Yes. Yeah. CrossFit. It's the uh, same exact type of people, but in Nirvana. It's, well, that's exactly who they are. I used to have a couple friends that ran like every day. Uh-huh. Right? And that's cool. You I run. run every day. That's great. No, listen, there's more. They ran every day, uh-huh. and they had like an app to track how far they ran. Oh, I, I still see And every this. <laughs> day they share, I ran three miles yeah. the next day. I ran three miles the next day. And I'm like, okay, you know what? If you do something out of the ordinary, uh-huh. if you normally run three and you suddenly run ten, uh-huh. t- t- cool. Yeah. Like, if oh, you ran oh, yeah. a marathon, go, hey, I ran a marathon uh-huh. or, or whatever. But if you are literally just posting your routine, yeah, uh, that's, that's like every day I ate a burrito. Yeah, like, I'm gonna start doing that. Everything I do in life, yep. I'm gonna be like, brush my teeth and have a selfie. Went to the like, fridge and got some grapes. Yeah, drink some coffee. 
Like, oh my god. I, I never, I don't know why people do this. I don't. I, I, Attention. But like, dude, like, why? Just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Just to this day, I don't know why people do stuff. I, mean, I post things online, just, but I don't like post it to get attention. I, you know what I mean? I don't post it to like be worshipped. Or like, No, you never post anything that's... Yeah. I, I post things that are funny or put like a meme or something or whatever. And, and my personal policy is to almost never post anything personal. Yeah. I'll share funny pictures or whatever, yeah. but... Or once I'll take a picture of the kids at the park or something. Sure. But, but I mean, not like... Intrusive, like, oh yeah, I just freaking closed the business deal today and made oh, sure. X amount of money yeah. and now I could buy freaking four trucks. Sure. Yeah. Oh, I upgraded my house. My house is so small and it's like 8,000 square feet. You know what I mean? People, like, that's the same yep. <laughs> My house is so tiny. Look at it. And it's got an in-ground pool and freaking, like, that's oh, what you guys do. Oh my gosh. Do. Not everyone. I say no, not, 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 don't get me wrong. There's a good group of people that you guys are awesome. I love this community. I, I rather this community than other communities. Yes. But those are, are, are starting to make it worse by doing this stuff. Yeah. Just be chill. Be humble. You don't have to try hard to get fit in. Just don't boast. Don't, don't boast. And, and my message to women would be, if you want to join this community and you want to, because, you know, historically it's been a male community predominantly. If you want to join our community and you want to, because they are, women are joining more and more and more. That's Mm -hmm. fine. But don't make yourself an object. Yeah. Act like a normal person. Don't include your cleavage or don't, like, just take a picture of your fucking model. Yeah. And people will be like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When you put your titties in there, there's a lot of guys, you ladies don't realize the power that you have over especially a lot of these nerds. That they they will follow you to the ends of Earth when you post stuff like this. I think they do know. Well, that's what they. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, stop doing that. Like, it's just, it's annoying. Yeah, it's it's dumb. It's the same thing, which of course I have not really ever seen. But it would be the same thing with a dude shirtless and he's real buff uh-huh. and there's a miniature. Yeah, you know, it's like I've never seen that, but I could see someone doing that. I might start you know? doing it just for fun. Yeah, just just freaking like I said, troll these people. Set it right on your bulge. And take a picture. Yeah. That's what you do. Or, or just, you know, yeah, it's, it's getting it's getting out of hand. Or you know what? I'm going to start. I wonder how long someone would catch on. Every day, I'm going to post a picture of a model I painted, mm-hmm. right? And I'm going to go, my first model ever. I'm really proud of it. And then the very next day, post another picture of another model. Mm-hmm. My first model ever. I'm really proud of it. Yeah. And do it every <laughs> single day. <laughs> or, like, or it's not very minute. good. It's my first model ever. It's not very good. Uh-huh. And Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how long in the same group every day you post a picture. Or be a, or a guy just wear a brawl and take a picture <laughs> with your with your brawl, the man brawl on. It's kind of like uh, have you ever seen those guys that they take um like sexy women's photographs uh-huh. on Instagram and then they mimic it. Uh huh. Like it's this big burly dude with a beard uh-huh. and he's like wearing the bra and and he's Posing. like he's like slinging his hair back in the water uh-huh. or whatever you know. Oh my gosh, it's funny, but. Anyway, so hopefully somebody will get something out of this. I would this. love for them to write in to call in and justify why they do that. I just, I just want to hear your side of the story, for one, because everyone yeah. decides their side of the story. Because I'm convinced you're wrong no matter what you say. <laughs> but I would love to hear what you have to say about it. So hopefully somebody somewhere will hear this. Yeah. And they're just getting ready to click post on their Brady Bunch picture of them and their miniatures. And they go, you know what? I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. if we can just change one life. McStormy. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. These people, they, they don't. They just keep doing it. I don't know. All right. Well, human beings are garbage, and that was the moral of the story. Yep. Thanks for being on. Amen. Yeah,